Those guys were a couple of wussies, huh? They scalped my hairs, okay? I look hideous. Come on, baby. And you gave them permission to hurt me like this. But I couldn't have anyone see my face, Brandon. Come on. Tonight, I felt something deep inside me that I never felt before. Do you remember that one time when everyone was shouting my name and I used my strength to rip my blouse? Yeah, and I also saw them knock you unconscious, all right? What's this? It's money. What do you think? But we lost. We all get a piece. Listen, the people, they like you guys. Come back next week and I'll get you another fight for you. Welcome back, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I've done that in a while, and I've been saving it for you guys. Yeah. 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 Hell <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, we're full-blown experts on the WWE now. Uh, I would not say that. Full-blown. Like, we know. Uh, there's not there much is, we don't know. There's so much meat. Super thick, girthy meats. It was so much meat, we had to bring in a ringer. Mm, to help us carry the meats, yes, and make sure they fit right. There's no way, and, and, and <laughs> due to to due to life, uh, I didn't have as much time to do research as yeah. I would like to, but I did a shit ton. That's not, yeah. not even fair. Another, uh, you know, some other episodes have been more than enough time. Yep. Well, we were recording a whole week earlier because our punk ass brother decided to have a graduation. Yeah, and, and our like mom decided to come down. And, yeah, and yeah. all that uh, yeah, boy yeah. family bullshit. We're, we're, we're gonna talk about our meets over the mic, so we gotta yeah. talk about our meets in person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we just saw her not too long ago. Anyways, she got married. I, did she make it home or make it here safely? Because she, I, was, she never told me. I she told was her to being tell me such when, a big baby. Well, I called yes. her and I told her to let me know whenever she's on this side of El Paso. Yeah. Never got a text I, I, or nothing. Text and then, too. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyways, um, I'll call her. But anyways, let's introduce our our very special guest. Yep. Um, you know, he's certified WWE expert. Yes, yeah, certified. He has multiple books published. And, um, yes, uh, and, and articles, <laughs> and he has a doctorate in, uh, in WWE. WWE. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he doesn't. He doesn't have any of those things. But him and his family, uh, I know pretty well because I am married to his cousin. Yes, and, <laughs> and and I've known their family my whole life. You've known his family your whole life. He's known our family yes. his whole life. Um, very big wrestling fans have been watching for a, for a long, long time. Yes. So we brought him in. So go ahead and introduce yourself there, Nick. Hi, I'm Nick. Nice to be here. This is my wife's cousin, uh, Nick or Nicholas, or yeah. uh, if you're Jordan, Chris. And um, if you're Jordan and you want to die, Chris. Um. <laughs> you want to be in a dangerous situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he understands wrestling. And uh, he came over the other day because my daughter graduated from preschool. We we're all just having a dinner and everything. We're like, hey, um, Nick over there. He knows wrestling. We yeah. don't. Um, <laughs> hey, Nick, you available? Yeah. Uh, uh, early morning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way too early in the morning for me most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, our our life. We have kiddos, yeah. so we like we we record as early, early as we can. Trust me, I'd still we can be sleeping up. right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be I'd be uh, I'd be yeah, I'd be still sleeping because uh, on my days, I you know, for work, I wake up at you know five five thirty, and then and then on the weekends, I wake up at like eight thirty nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm something similar. For work, I wake up at like 
three in the morning. Yeah. And then regularly I wake up at like six. Yeah, so just hours later. Than you usually <laughs> do. Let's let's just say that. But I usually go to bed later on the weekend, so yeah. in all fairness to me. We do have some other exciting news, Brandon. We are working closely with the crazy talented Isaac Lesage who provides our theme music for oh, us. Oh, dude, I am so pumped. Yes, and he has provided us a new theme song that he's working on. He's, he's putting the finishing touches on, but do you want to play a little sample for them? Um, I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because we, we it's all it's this all instrumental. We haven't put the vocals to it at all, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I won't so. play the whole thing. You just I'll play just a, like, a little taste, mm-hmm. like 10, 20 seconds. Of a little it. taste, like like if you had some prime rib, you just cut a little corner off. Here mm-hmm. you go, tie that. It's like if mom's meats just comes bursting through the door. You just take a little nibble. You take a little nibble, and then it goes right back through the door. And then it goes right back through the door. Okay. All right. All right here we go. go Ready? For it. Here we go. That's enough. That's enough for that. But there's oh my god, it's so good. God, is is it me or are are is my my wiener rock hard? Um, I mean, it's your wiener and, and you. I, so oh. that's your determination. Good point. Good point. <laughs> we have nothing involved in that. Good point. Good point. Um, <laughs> um, it, it's very good. And, and and Nick, he he was supposed to bring his headphones. And then some bitch should bring him so he didn't get to hear it. Yeah, he doesn't get to hear the song. Have, so now oh, I have I have okay here and I heard a little bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's about how loud it is through our headphones, so. Oh yeah. <laughs> sure. I'm good with quiet noises. I'm not really good with loud noises, and I don't hear you because I have selective hearing. It's this magical thing the sizes have. Uh, loud noises. I have no idea about that at all. <laughs> the sarcasm, guys. I don't know if you can you can pick that up. Yeah. Uh, I'm I sure also Justin knows know. about it. He's married to a size. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I also know nothing about that. Um. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> um. Before we get started, though, let's jump into this, this timeline. Before we get started, remember to like, subscribe, yep. leave a written review, please. Written yep. review on Apple um, Podcasts. It's what helps promote the show. Yes, and and you can, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at hgwghpod1 at gmail.com. You can also go to our Instagram page, which is How Did We Pod, which is also our TikTok. Go check that out. Uh, me and Justin are just ridiculous there. There's really no rhyme or reason to anything we do there. There's um, no rhyme or reason to anything we do here. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, we have a topic every week. Yeah, that's true. We don't well, have every other week. We just post randomness. Also that. Anyways, um, <laughs> you can go to my Instagram page, which is BrandonBro underscore 94. You can go to Justin's Instagram page, which is... And Justin Reyes... Um, you can, I mean, that's basically the only places you can really reach us because I have other places. We we tell about the Twitter well, before, Twitter, but, and, yeah. but it's mostly for for the baseball pod, pod hacks, which is pretty good with my boy Yoni. Yeah, dude, it's it's actually that. it's actually very good, <laughs> only because Yoni's now on there. <laughs> Yoni Filoni Steinschreiber. His name is not John Yoni, Jonathan Yoni. It's it's Yoni Filoni in my mind. I told him that you loved his voice and that you wanted to steal it like Little Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> He's, he has a sultry Jew voice, man. It's sexy as hell. What do you want from me? That's Jealous. enough of this. Let's get into the ads. Let's get into the episode. <laughs> Remember to donate to the show if you can. This particular episode of How Do We Get Your Podcast is brought to you by Cooper Enterprises. Swaying room as the music starts. Strangers making the most of the dark. Two by two, their bodies become one. I see you through the smoky air. 
Can't coop feel the weight of my stare. Coop so close, but still a world away. What I'm dying to say is that I'm crazy for coop. Touch me once, coop will know it's true. I never wanted anyone like this. It's all brand new. Coop will fill it in my kiss. I'm crazy for Coop. Crazy for Coop. Bop, 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 bop. Justin, it's time to talk about something that you're going to need in your life. And yeah, what is that? You ever gone outside and you wanted to sit down, maybe you're enjoying a picnic and it's a little too wet out, or maybe a little more dreary than you anticipated, you like something dry and warm to, to, to cover you? Not a tarp, not an uncomfortable piece of mess, something comfortable and warm and dry. You want anything like that? Uh, maybe a blanket? Why in the hell would I throw a blanket down? Like, I might as well throw like a towel down? I don't know. But either way, it's going to get wet and dirty and then it becomes a bigger mess than anything. Not Oceus's blankets. They're waterproof. Waterproof blankets. Waterproof. Are they comfortable? Very. Very comfortable. And they know. come with they come with three colors and they even have pocket sized blankets. Yes, a blanket that fits in your pocket when it's folded up. That so, comes with three different colors. For like the little doggo, like Oliver. Can little doggo, your little one, or whatever you need. Even just one you just want to throw over your head real quick if it's raining. Mm. And guess what? What? I got a step further. No. Sherpa. Sherpa. Waterproof Sherpa. You I can said just take it. a try and comfortable as hell in a shirt of water. And you'd be looking baller, son. I'm going to have to check this out. Yep. O-C-E-A-S, outdoors.com. Go check it out. Oceus. Thank you, Oceus. It's all going down in M-Town and the HRHQ Arena. You want a rumble? Well, we're going to give you a royal one. An all-out fight between Wolverine, the Star Child, the Doggo, the Alchemist, and the undisputed defending champion, the Wrecking Ball. Uh, the show you've been waiting for is going down now. Am, am I the Alchemist? You are. Okay. Do you like it? <laughs> why, why the Alchemist? Just out of curiosity. Because I was looking long and hard, that's what she said, for uh, a good name for you. And I was going to call you the wizard, but it just seemed con- too contrived. And I think, the, I think the alchemist was a little original and fresh. Mm, I'll, give you, I'll give you a small. I'll take it. Faint. It's good. I was going to call you the white it's alchemist, enough. but that, it also seemed contrived. I was like, he's going to make something about me being white. I was. I, I thought he was going to call me El Blanco. I, I or, was going to go hard for the white joke again. <laughs> But I was like, ah, it's played. If I do that, I'm gonna have to do the Spanish translation. For those of you that don't know, uh, we are all half Mexican in half this white. in this room. And Justin yep. is the lightest skinned one. And and my family, yes, I am the lightest skinned one out of the brothers. And then like even Jordan has like more of an olive tone. Tyler and Rudy. And then my 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 daughter's tanned. Nicholas also uh, one of the white ones in his family. He's also half half white. Oh, I'm more Still than that. I'm thirty. Um, <laughs> I'm more than that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only a quarter Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which kind of true for us. We're only about a quarter because there's a lot of Scottish blood in dad and he's mostly native, I would say. Well, um, I mean, that's what, I mean, 
Well, Mexicans uh, are well. It's it's the mix between Spanish and, and native blood. But yeah. like, if you're more well, half and half and native, well, it's, it's more Spanish for Mexicans because that's yeah. that's Spaniard blood. But um, because Nana's family's from Chihuahua, a right? Bit of French, yeah, uh, a small city outside of Chihuahua. Yeah, we're from yeah. Spain. The size yeah. is from Spain. Yeah, they're, yeah, you guys are very mm-hmm. Spanish. You can like same with my wife. Her her family is strong Spanish or yeah Spanish genes. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. the Padillas. Um, the Padillas, yeah. Padillas. <laughs> 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 I, I've met a, a Padillo, and I've met a a, a, a freaking uh, a, oh, God dang it! It was like a they're like slight tweaks on the on the word, but yeah. So I don't know. Anyways, Padilla, Padilla, Empanada, Empanadas, Empanadas. Yeah, going out the the Empanadas, huh? Go check them out. Is it was it an armadilla? Is it armadillos? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, um, so I, you know, like I said, uh, uh, there's a lot, a lot of meat. So we we have Nick here to kind of fill in the gaps. I, I just try to give a good driving force um, timeline, so as far as to keep us kind of on 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 pace. Um, but you're gonna see, I do not have everything in here, and and I, I there's just no way. There's- There, there's no way. Well documented, I would say. Uh, as far as the topic, this is very well documented. So there's a lot, a lot of meets. Um, a lot of different wrestlers who have their own stories and how they interact with all the uh, other wrestlers. So we're going to just touch on a few, and then there's going to be fewer and touch a little bit more. And then uh, Justin's going to hop on his knees and, and get really down to business on a couple. On a, yeah, some meats. <laughs> some thick, earthy meats. Dive right in. Um, Brandon, from, from what I've seen, too, is it's real similar, and I'm sure Nick touches the the lucha libres they have the heels and then they have so like the bad guys and the good guys heels in the yeah. face yes the heels in the face yep. that's the one yep yep uh, and and yes they that is big uh big in the culture and and I was watching a lot of videos and like um one of the biggest heels of all time we'll we'll get to there we'll we'll get there we'll get there I'm not gonna rush it Buddy um, so yeah I was like and yeah so um let's go ahead and talk about uh, catch as catch can wrestling uh which is Possibly the origins of uh, um, the modern day pro wrestling. Um, they possibly started around the 1800s, uh, right about the Civil War, but there's really no documentation for this. So we're gonna start uh, around World War One, just oh. prior to World War One. Okay. Oh, go for it. No, 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 no. It'd be because I'm pretty sure wrestling, the original wrestling, was Mexico and Japan. Yes, yeah, second. Because right Japan is the but they the but they kings were, of the wrestling industry now. But they were doing more high flying. Oh movies. yeah, so yeah. this is this is a more of that brutal style of yeah, wrestling. More right? like what yep. Terry Funk is like. Yeah, like beating each other up, making each other bleed. Exactly, and th- th- this is where this really started. Yeah. was the catch as catch can, uh, which is which is a carnival attraction, right? So they would have a catch wrestler who would take on all comers who would win prizes if they can best him. Uh, the phrase comes from "Catch me if you can." Right, um, the movie. Right, is they named it after the movie. Yes, the Cash one with uh, uh, yeah. uh, freaking Tom Hanks and yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. They came around years yes. later, but they renamed it after. <laughs> decades. Later. Um, I, I years. Almost like, years. like eighty years later. No big deal. Yeah, pretty um, close. So, <laughs> so it's mostly college wrestlers looking for extra quick cash uh, to make it during around that time. They would do this, um, and this for sure happened was happening just before World War One. I. I think um, Brandon. 
Nikki, I don't know if you want to wait. I think Brandon should get an old singlet and do this at one of like the like Fourth of July. I'll get my ass. No, hey, <laughs> at the next PD picnic. I'll get my ass. <laughs> we'll build a little stage for Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> just get, right before I'll the band. Talking. I would I would beat at least half the people, but there'd be the other half that would just kick my ass. <laughs> come on, a Brandon. Uh, no, you don't have people uh, like my dad come up there and show you how to wrestle. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, I'm a decent wrestler. I'm not half bad. I'm just not the strongest guy in the world, you know? Um, I'm better on the ground than I am standing. Uh, but anyways, at that time, as as just as popular as uh, it was boxing or baseball. Sons of bitches. Anyways, um, so in 1905, earliest big names would be Frank Gotch and uh, George Hackenschmidt. Mm-hmm. Anyways, after Gotch's <laughs> retirement, it started to die out uh, until these these men, this men, these men joined in, which was Ed Strangler Lewis and then his manager Billy Lewis, and then so I'm guess I don't know if they're brothers. It didn't say. And it's then, Huey Lewis is what's pronounced. Huey Lewis in the news. Mm-hmm. Um. So and then they Joseph a trope, right? you, You'll love this one, Joseph <laughs> Toots Mont. Joseph Tuzmont, yeah, I, I came across him as well. Uh, and his relation were known to as Jess. the Golden Dust Trio. Jason Tuzmont was also in relation to Jess McMahon or um, Roderick James McMahon. They, yeah, he kind of helped him bring and promote him. I didn't know that... that Jess McMahon goes deep. Yeah, Jess, McMahon Jess McMahon... Is part of the original bringing up. Yeah, and I didn't find Vince that out McMahon, until later. Yeah, the Vince McMahon that everyone knows, like his father, Vincent J. McMahon Sr., he's one that, that kind of pushed things forward. But his, his grandfather, Jess McMahon, was, did, was a hustler. Like Yes. He owned a uh, Negro Jen, League baseball team. He was a promoter for boxing. But Vince was, McMahon was the one that kind of changed the game, and then Vincent was the one that brought everything together. And we'll, it was C. Jr. brought everything together. Yeah, but yeah. we'll see that here in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Senior... senior Saw it bigger than than what Jess did. Jess was just he was making money. Yeah. And, yep. Well, yep. Senior brought all the industries together. Yes. All the well, like one offs. He started be, putting it on television. And, yeah. And, and bring it on television, all that. And then and then uh, uh, Junior would be the one to really bring all of it. He started buying everything up and start buying all the promotions. Yeah. And then it'd be the nineties, the wars, right? The the Monday, the Monday, the Monday uh, night wars, the Monday night wars. Monday so night Monday is war. So um, and that was <laughs> the, the ECW. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. So. Uh, they are the ones that started booking of matches. That'd be the Golden Dust Trio to build up stock and their talent. So they're the ones that have first started like actually doing planned fights. Like before, it was just like come as come as you are. Um, and this was in lieu of paying traveling wrestlers to come in and put on shows. So you don't have people that are traveling around. You don't have to pay for them. You have people locally that want to fight. Um, they are also pioneers as far as the the kind of sticks or gimmicks such as cheating, referee distractions, and then tag teams. Yeah. Um, so they're the ones that started that, and then fixing of matches kept the trio on top until uh, Stanley Stan Silius uh, Zimbrasco. Let's say Stanley. Yeah, Stanley Stanislius. <laughs> I don't know. It's a ridiculous freaking either Russian or, or Polish name. Um, Went off script and took the championship title from Wayne Munn, uh, who the title was planned for, right? Uh, Joe Stretcher, longtime rival of Ed Lewis, then took the title for himself. And he beat many opponents to, to br- prove his place, right? To prove that he's the one that actually deserved that, that title. Uh, the trio then said that Zabrasco was uh, not illegitimate and awarded the title to Munn anyways. But it wouldn't be until the 1928 when Lewis beat Munn that Stretcher finally agreed to make the two titles one 
Sabasco's uh, betrayal got out, got out like it wasn't planned for him to win. Yeah, and uh, the match uh, being delegitimized. Gilet- I could say it in my head. Right I can't say it out loud. Delegitimized. Left a black mark on the company. I said it in my head so clean yesterday. I was like, I can say this word. I can say this word. No, I can't. Came into it confident. Delegitimized. There you go. Boom. Nailed it. After saying tit. I'm going to cut that part out when you say it right. After all this, many other promoters popped up creating new championship titles uh the created this created a a competing market for audiences and attendance right with this a lot uh with this a lot of sabotage was set up so that wrestlers from complete uh from competing markets would pull a zabrasco which is to go off script and still title so they'll send wrestlers into different promotions uh um and have them steal titles so that ruins their their run right and, and this would uh, delegitimize competing markets. One, one more time. Delegitimize. Because I think, I think the last one you said G. Yeah. I like titties. Markets and bring in viewership in their own shows. Okay. Moving forward. Moving forward, guys. Keep moving forward. All right. It to 1948 to the forma- formation of NWA, bringing you such hits as Fuck the Police, Straight Outta Compton, Dope Man, and Gangsta Gangsta. Coming straight okay. out of Clifton. <laughs> straight from the underground. <laughs> they got a heart for Brandon because he's brown. Anyways, oh, uh, it, 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 oh, sorry guys, it was not the N-words with attitudes. It was the National Wrestling <laughs> Alliance. Uh, this was... <laughs> So, so the formation of the National Wrestling Alliance in '48. This was due to decades of competing and and the realization that they can make more money wait, 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 together. Wait, 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 Ice Cube and Easy, Doctor Dre, Doctor Dre. They didn't come together in the '40s. They did. Um, so, was it '80s? So this is this is the 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 product of the National Wrestling Alliance is the product of Jess and and uh, the McMahon family, right? And Toots, yeah, and Toots, Toots, Toots and Toots McGee. Um, <laughs> so, and and of this formation, the World Heavyweight Championship was born. Lou Thies was the very first to hold the title. Uh, Despite Lou being the agreed upon champ, many promoters uh, wanted their wrestlers to be the strongest, so non fixed matches against Lou uh, came of this, right? They would have Lou have to defend his title outright, not not, you're going to win anyways, kind of a deal. Uh, This all worked out due to two things happening at the same time. TV was at it uh, in almost every house, and, and this is something that. Uh, Vince Senior noticed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then the Federal uh, Federal Aid Highway Act of 1956, which we talked about in a prior episode. I'm going to touch on it again right now. So the law uh, authorized the construction of a 41,000-mile uh, network of interstate highways that would span the nation. It was also allocated uh, $26 billion to pay them. And under the terms and laws, uh, the federal government would pay 90% of the cost of highway construction. Expressway construction, right? And that was under uh, Roosevelt, I believe. Um, You're under Roosevelt. You're a bitch. Also, gimmick wrestling. uh, Wrestlers became a more popular concept, right? Where they play the characters. Mm -hmm. Um, This board and the the good and evil concept in the States. So so the luchadores were already doing this for a long time. Um, 
and and this is becoming more because I mean Luchador almost from conception since the early the late eighteen hundreds they've been doing the good and evil. Yeah, um, I mean which was just I mean it was helped out by El Santo and well yes. on top of that and, that's and, why and, they wore masks. Yeah. yeah, because they didn't want the wrestlers to be hated outside of the ring. Yes, and and and, and well the la- the mask came out in the nineteen thirties, yeah. so it'd be like thirty forty yeah. years later. Well, but it, it would stick yeah. hard. Well, kayfabe back then wasn't like what it is now. Kayfabe's way worse. Kayfabe's way worse than it was back then now. Mm-hmm. Because Kayfabe is, it's pretty much putting on the mask every day. Mm-hmm. And like putting on the mask of the fake person that you are. Yeah, you're playing a persona. Yeah. It, well, it was like El Santo, he, he wore his mask. He wore his mask in his funeral. He yeah. has only shown his face twice in public, once in for, uh, once in his early career, yeah. and then and then once right at the before he, the yeah. week before he died. It's a Jushin Thunder Liger too. The, it's almost like he knew the that king of die. Japan. Yeah. yeah, that he nobody's ever seen that guy's face, and he just retired. Yeah, so. and he's never going to show it, huh? Probably not. Mm. Good. He's a legend. Good for him. Good for him. Um, it's like, yeah, I would love to see his face, but it's like part of it's like it's kind of awesome. Yeah. You know, I caught super iconic and, and very rare. For, he's known for his character. Yeah, yeah. but it, and it's very rare that somebody goes that long without. Yeah, they made him. They made, even Rey Mysterio showed his face a couple times. Yeah, but they made a cartoon after that man. They made an anime after him. Yeah, Jason Thunder Liger. It's like Tiger Mask, like I was telling you the other day. Yeah, based off of that's who King's based He'd be off. Big King of. from Tekken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and yeah, yeah. So it's it's big big deal. And in American wrestling, not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really care about that. They just they they They're get more the they brawn. Can, they the... they can get in and out of character. Yeah. And and I was watching quite a few videos of like seeing like uh, fans start to cry because they're mean to them because the heels would be mean to them. Yeah. And then they break character like, hey buddy, it's just a show. It's okay. You yeah. Know, I'm not. I, I don't really mean it. We're just playing yeah. around here. You know. And they would go out of their way to make them feel better, like bring them out to take pictures and behind the scenes take pictures and give them free merch and stuff like that. Because I'm, I'm, which I think I'm is awesome. Sure, I love that they do that. I'm pretty sure. The Rock and Stone Cold were heels, right? The Rock, before the Rock and Sock connection, the Rock was a was a heel. But when yeah. he joined forces with uh, McFoley, they became the Rock and Sock connection, and he became a face. Oh, okay. Because I yeah, I remember Stone Cold was pretty much always a heel, yeah. except when he joined Vince. Same McMahon. with Triple H, and same with uh, same with uh, freaking. Well, Triple H was a heel. Unless he was a part of DX. When he was a part of DX in the 2000s and the late 90s, or early 90s, he was a face of the company, pretty much. Well, I thought him and John Michaels were heels then, too. Well, they were heels in the sense that they went against Vince. Yeah. They weren't heels in the sense that they were hated. They were probably the most beloved thing. They're, they're the people that saved Raw. There no, were people DX that say WWE. Sure. Yeah, I mean, even we we weren't like big wrestling fans, but we know DX is. Yeah. You know who Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels are. And then what is it, China and Rick Rude? Yeah. Were part of that. Oh, China and Razor Ramon. Was it Razor Ramon? Razor Ramon, Kevin Nash, uh, X Pac, uh, New Age Outlaws, Mr. Assin. You see why we brought Nick in? Mr. Assin, Road Dog. Oh, you never heard Road Dog saying? You see why we brought Nick in? <laughs> hey, you never heard you never heard Road Dog saying, "No, oh, you didn't know." Oh, oh I didn't know. Yeah. That's <laughs> nope. a saying. I'm didn't, guessing that's uh, didn't know. That's that's actually kind of a uh, apropos. Anyways, mom's mm-hmm. meats. These mom's <laughs> meats are catching us off guard, dude. There's a lot of meats. Um, <laughs> big old fat juicy meats. Nick, Nick brought all the meats. Anyways, um, so the earliest, most famous bad guy or heel was uh, George Wagner, aka Georgius George. 
although not a physically impressive man for for a wrestler. Um, is it Gorgeous George only, or is it Georgius George? Georgius George. Gorgeous George is probably another guy. Georgius George, you'll see why. Hold on. Okay. And then and so <laughs> also he was only five nine, like Justin. Uh, he wore effeminate outfits. Uh, his mocking of the crowd. Six five. No, he's six foot. <laughs> I thought you said six four. No. <laughs> he said six no. five. That's, that would be Bryson's goofy ass. Is he six four? Yeah, I'm six two. I'm six Anyways, foot. He's still Brandon's short. a piece of shit. Still five nine. Um, so he he would also mock the crowd, <laughs> and his catchphrase was kind of long. If you ask me, that's what she said. Win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. Uh, coupled with his charisma and his natural ability to draw massive heel heat, is which was referring to the growing hatred from the crowd to the character. Uh, made him the perfect TV villain. The Rock's first family members. I'm just going to touch on this because how much members are There's in the in the lot. thing, and we can talk about this for a little bit after this. Um, so his first family member showed up in in NWA Hawaii in 1960. That's the offshoot of the original NWA group, and it's uh, uh, North Pacific Islanders with attitude. So is that the one you were so proud of? Yesterday, I just came up with that off the top of my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> the the Finnanen, uh, Fanin, Fanin Pitt Anderson. I, I don't know how to pronounce his first name. I am uh, uh, not Samoan. Uh, changed to Peter Anderson, and then to Peter Ma- Maeva. Uh, th- uh, then he ended up with his his career with the ring name of High Chief in '82, and then he died of cancer in '82. Uh, he found out the year prior that he had cancer and just kept on fighting anyways because why not, right? I'm dying anyways. My brothers will do what I love, yep. which I love uh, about him for that. Anyways, 1964, Rocky Johnson joins the fold. So yeah, he's not too he's not too far behind. Uh, 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 you know, his father-in-law um, mm-hmm. with these men with these two men preceding the Rock and many other family members into the world of pro wrestling. And you want to talk about uh, the Rocky family, or the Rock's family. Let's well, go ahead. During when Rock, Rocky Johnson came in, there was also the Rock's two uncles, uh, the Wild Samoans. I don't remember. I'm not even going to attempt to say their names. I'm not going to try and remember them. But they were a big tag team. They were these two big Samoans. They were huge. And they ruled the, the, they ruled the tag team at the time. But then you have, like... Uh, his uncle, or his cousin, Yoko, Zuna, mm-hmm. probably one of the best known from their family. Well, if you're not a real wrestling fan, you don't know Yoko is a part of the family because they made him a Japanese character. Yeah. he He's not Samoan in kayfabe. He's a big Japanese dude. And then you have, like, Rikishi. Um, Which is a cousin. Yeah, Rikishi's his cousin. And then you have his sons that are in the wrestling ring. Yeah, the now. Usos and... Um, the Usos and Roman Reigns, and then you have Umaga, who died in 2009, but he was held an undefeated streak for a year and a half, That's I think. Wild. Yeah. He was the big bad heel of his time. He, when he first came in, he was a part of a goofy, like, knockoff rap group, yeah. trying to pretend to be a Mexican. And then... Yeah, um, Samoans with attitude. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the SWA, but, the little known SWA. Omaga <laughs> uh, was Rikishi's brother. Sorry, go ahead. no, you're good. <laughs> you're good. Omaga <laughs> was Rikishi's little brother. Oh, really? Yeah, and then because he came in after Rikishi was pretty much gone, 
Because Rikishi ruled late 90s, early 2000s as a fan favorite. But when it comes down to the actual family, not many of them have held world titles. Like, of course, there's Roman Reigns nowadays. There's The Rock. And there's Yoko. Those are the only three that ever held world titles. Just thinking that would be the worst part of being a professional wrestler is to have... (laughs) Rikishi's sweaty ass cheeks. Rikishi, but you see Big my dad's butt cheeks. Sweaty ass cheeks just coming towards you, stink like face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, stink right. face was bad. So, so let me get this straight. So, uh, Rocky Johnson, mm-hmm. big old dude. He has these Samoan friends, and their sister comes by, just looking like a baddie, and he's like. Yep, I got to be. She's, she's only four years younger than him. <laughs> I got to get those. I, cheeks I thought it was before much. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna around. clap those ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, and yeah. she's still a- Ava Johnson. She's still alive and kicking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Rocky passed away quite a, quite a few years ago. But uh, yeah. was it on the beginning of last year? Last year, yeah, quite a few years year. ago. Yeah, hey, uh, uh, yeah. Last year, he he just passed away. So it's the Rock's dad just just died, but um, her his mom is alive and kicking. Yeah. Um, so in the same year that that Rocky Johnson joins the fold, the NWA uh, breaks up. You know, first IQ, Ice Cube leaves, and then the DOC. You know, and, and then after that, MC Ren, DJ Yella, and the little known Eazy E uh, all went on to solo careers. Him and Lorenzo no longer rolling in a Benzo. Nope. <laughs> oh shit, that was the wrong MWA again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> the group begins to leave the NWA. Groups begin to leave them. At, Wait, this is the history of West Coast rap. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Uh, would form the AWA American Wrestling Association, the New York-based Capital Wrestling Corporation, which would come uh, become the WWWF Worldwide Wrestling Federation. Yeah. Although the AWA leaving hurt the CWC, are um, uh, hurt the CWC hurt a lot more. Okay, so the, the at the time was utterly crippling. So it it it, it hurt the AW or the NWA. Pretty damn bad, and they wouldn't re- really recover until they the the WWW the WWWF comes back and uh, and they, yeah. they make another agreement together. Uh, so Buddy Rogers in 1963, I believe he said his name earlier, um, <laughs> would be the first to hold the title of champion for all of 36 days. Yeah. Then Bruno Sammartino would take the title from him. Uh, for the longest running in history, a total of 2,803 days consecutive. And then uh, after that would be Ivan uh, Koloff. Real quick, one thing on Bruno Sammartino. Well, we could get into him after here, here after <clears throat> this a little bit because we're going to talk about him here. There's not, there's not a whole lot on him. So, I mean, he just he held the title for a long time. He was a big, imposing man, and he was he drew <clears throat> he, a lot of crowds. He was a big, brawly guy. Yeah. yeah. He, he was a brawler of his time. Yeah. Yeah, he's from... Uh, <sighs> He was known as the Italian Stallion. He, um, <laughs> he was from Philadelphia. He, he, he was a West Philadelphia born like he, uh, uh. <laughs> he he fought uh, Apollo Creed. Oh, he uh, did he? <laughs> and Mr. T. He looks like he should have been in that movie. He really does. Um, and then uh, we have Ivan Koloff. Who would, he would be next in line for 21 days. And then after the WWWF rejoined with the NWA in 1971, Pedro Morales would be the champ for 1,027 days. And then after him would be Stan Stasic. Uh, he would be next in line for nine days. And then Bruno San Martino again for 1,237 days. Hey, yo, Adrian. Yeah. His his title reign was that's why he's considered one of the best wrestlers ever. Yep, 
and uh, and and it was really really good stuff. So we're gonna go into FTSOB. Yep. And then we will see you guys. Oh, I cut over you. So okay, it's fine. We're in FTSOB. Nick, if you don't know, it's figure that shit out, Brandon, or FTSOB USOB. <laughs> figure that shit out, Brandon. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> fact number one. Fuck. Rico. I, I got him this time, too. I know, that's what's tough. <laughs> <laughs> He's and, 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 and I figured out the last two, so there could be three weeks in a row right now. I know. This could be unprecedented. I know. Okay, uh, fact number one. The World Tag Team title has changed hands more times than any other WWF slash WWE title in history. Okay, hold on. If you hear a false fact, don't say anything, Okay. Yeah, we'll do this at the end of the show. You got to point out which one's real, which one's fake. But at the end of the show, not now, because you pointed out now it's going to ruin it. Yep. Okay. No, I know. I'm just thinking. Okay. No, I just want to let you know because you might be like, "Well, that's bullshit." Well, <laughs> I, I'm just thinking because it's. I'll I'll leave it at that. It. Yeah. 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 You can't. You don't say anything more. Don't uh, say anything more. Go ahead, Justin. <laughs> fact number two. Fact number two. Hold on. Fact number two. The longest title reign in WWE history belongs to the fabulous Moolah, who reigns as the first women's champion, lasting from September 18th, 1956 to July 23rd, 1984. 27 years, 10 months, 5 days. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I mean, what, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> okay, you ready for fact number three? Actually, I gotta let me double check this one. <laughs> I gotta make sure I spell the names right because the names can throw me off. You trying to figure this one out? I already, I've already given up. Oh, I know the answer to both of them already. <laughs> well, there, there's one that's bullshit, and there's two that are gonna be real. Unless he gives us four, so you already know which one's bullshit and which one's real. Hmm. I'm pretty sure. In WrestleMania five. We had a first-round match between Hacksaw Jim Dugan and the Bad News Baron. It is the first and only WrestleMania match to end in a tie. Fact number four. See, I said unless he does four. He's doing four. Four score and seven queries ago. Go ahead. San Martino, insanely strong, known for the bear hug, was born in, uh, what is it? How's it called? Again. Sorry about the queer comment. It just it's a funny word. I don't mean it disrespectfully. Again. Pizza Ferrato, Italy. That's where Bruno Sammartino was born. Uh-huh. Pizza Ferrato, which is a commune, but also the home of uh, the birthplace of pizza. He grew up in a pizza shop, and uh, he credits his large size with the overconsumption of pizza when he's younger. Uh, however, he didn't. His his family's pizza shop wasn't his favorite. His favorite pizza shop came from a little. Um, they're more known for their funeral home, and it was uh, Carne di Mama Pizzeria. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Mama's Meats Pizzeria. That's where um, San Martino grew up. Okay, that's no way that's real. <laughs> <laughs> no, I threw that one in there at the last second. It's uh, That one's obvious bullshit. The other three are the, are the three The facts. actual ones. That <laughs> I was, I was like, well, I'll, get, I'll give you a fair warning. You're going to have to remind me of those later. <laughs> we yeah, always well, do. We always do. We always go yeah. back through All right. <laughs> Oh god, I'm glad that's uh, at least halfway over. I um, couldn't keep my face because I was like, I was like, how do I weave in? 
that Mama's Meat Pizzeria do a little bit of a callback. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know, Nick, we did uh, an episode on um, great moments in history, which grave, is with graveyards and just how we deal with the dead. And uh, Mom's Meat is our mom complained because there wasn't enough meats in the episode, so we just started talking about Mom's Meats. Yeah, and it was very <laughs> organic. One of the funniest things. So we talked about how we talked about how uh, we they they have a we have a pizzeria where. You, you can cremate your family members in the back, or do you just pose the dead <laughs> yeah. in the back? And then the front side is the pizzeria. Yep, it's mom's mom <laughs> the pizzeria. Mom. So, <laughs> so we're, we're taking them in the back yeah. and we're selling them out the front. Yeah. <laughs> mom's Meats Pizzeria. That's where uh, Bruno San Martino grew up oh, in uh, nice. Pizza Ferrano. Nice. Yeah, awesome. Glad uh, we got that connection with him. <laughs> <laughs> he was born in Pizza Ferrano, Ferrato, Italy, though. That is a real place. Okay. Although not the birthplace of pizza. I would say it's not the birthplace of pizza. No. No, 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 no. Anyways, you have um, you also have a cook here. <laughs> yeah, he yeah he's a yeah. he's a professional graduated from school as a cook. Yep, mm-hmm. graduated, graduated. I love that word. I love that made up word. Graduated, graduated. <laughs> Anyways, uh, back to the timeline. Bruno San Martino slapped just in the face with his massive cock. Uh, uh, being the champ he, it, he was I'm sure it was, was massive what, uh, he was a big dude and that, that moment is what brought the <laughs> WWF to its feet okay on the AWA side they had uh, Vern Gagne uh, and he was the champ Gagne demanded he'd be given the NWA title and when they refused he started a storyline that if Pat O'Connor didn't face him in a 90 in, in 90 days for the belt uh, AWA would AWA, AWA would leave with him Pat didn't, so George and the AWA left. Very much not storyline. It's just very much real. And the AWA uh, would be somewhat successful throughout the 1960s. Uh, But with the 70s come one of the greatest personalities in the history of the sport, uh, Terry Boyer. And if you don't know that name, you'll know this one, which is Hulk Hogan. Uh, Most of his success success would come right after Rocky III. You know, he'd hit a wider audience because of Rocky franchise, and then he would just blow up. Man, with his big personality. Uh, come on, and, brother. Yeah, calling people brother <laughs> and, and, and and taunting people on the news and, and all that good stuff. Um, um, can I cut in real quick? Yeah, go for it. No. Um, <laughs> I want to go back to the, to Buddy real quick. Okay, go, for, go to Buddy. the little known fact about Buddy Rogers. Buddy Rogers. This is big fat cock. Well. He sounds like he'd be a musician, like a, like a he traveling does. He musician. He does sound like a traveling musician. <laughs> he sounds like something from the 60s for music. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, Buddy Rogers, the Ric Flair, Ric Flair that everybody knows, of mm-hmm. course, the Nature Boy. Buddy Rogers was the original Nature Boy in 83, I believe. They had a match to determine the true Nature Boy. Okay. Because Buddy Rogers was the original and Ric Flair asked permission to use the moniker, but the moniker, yeah. But he, him, and Buddy Rogers had a match to determine the true Nature Boy, and which Ric Flair won. And Ric Flair won, and he kept it. Yeah, yeah. But then he goes back to Ric Flair later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is, which is, I think, is is a better name than Nature Boy, honestly. Ric Flair, oh, literally he, Flair. Well, he's the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Oh, okay. That's Woo! I don't know. I didn't know him by Nature Boy. Uh, at all. Nature Boy Buddy Rogers was his name too. Yeah, it always came before. Ric Flair looks insane. Like he'd be a crazy person. Yeah, like when he does the big eyes and the yeah. Ric Flair looks like a scrotum. He looks like he's melting. <laughs> like a melting scrotum. Yeah, he got older and he's still wrestling. People like, I'll say this: it's impressive for some of them to do the stunts they do at the age they do them at. <laughs> 
<laughs> he does not look good anymore. Because Brandon, could you imagine like yeah, us our age? She like a scrub. Right, we're not even that old. Can you imagine us at our age being flipped onto a table and like thrown off of things? Hell no. I wouldn't be able to walk for the rest of my life. I did that shit when I was little. <laughs> yeah. When he was it's a like, young man, though, he was studly dudley. Some of these guys oh, yeah. are in their 40s, 50s. Look at, look at Hulk. He looks horrible in that picture. Oh, I know. He's old as shit. Dude, he looks awful. Hulkamania? Yeah. Well, he, I mean, the dude's, yeah. Well, that's what happens when <laughs> roids catch up with you. You start sagging. He was studly dudley, too, man. Roids and a lot of stuff. Look at that belly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Panza? Oh, my god! Oh, big old belly. Old man, dude. I think that was after and his... he bald uh, young, too, huh? That, oh, yeah. I think that was after his uh, TV incident. <laughs> Is that Hulkamania? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he, freaking jacked as shit, though. Tell you what. He was pretty much bald at WrestleMania 1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he was just so high energy and in your face. <clears throat> it was like Randy Savage. Well, that and he had the catchiest theme song of all time. Which one was his theme song? I Am A Real American. I fight for oh, and he does right the air guitar. every man. Yeah. yeah. Like the original Hulk Hogan song. Then you have, and, uh, and you have to have a catchphrase too. Come on, brother. Yeah. And, and it would be to Gagne's <laughs> uh, detriment that he, he didn't think that uh, Hulk Hogan was technical enough to be a champ. So Hulk left the AWA, and that's when he went to the WWF in 83. Uh, sort of and mass. this would destroy the AWA, and they would never fully recover. Yeah. Uh, after many many years in and owning the CWC, the 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 then WWF, WWWF, and then they would become the WWF. <laughs> the the McMahon family is quite and, and uh, this is whenever the McMahon family really start to take over because of uh, <clears throat> seniors already kind of uh, owning the his territory. Right, uh, Junior would come into place and and he would start to really take over and he wouldn't care about the territories and he would just start taking over everything. Well, he bought and WWF become, and Titan become Sports. the, the, the yeah. WWF. Yes. And, um, and, and actually the, uh, Jess McMahon is from Ireland. Uh, yeah, he's an Irish so immigrant. He's straight, yeah. straight from Ireland. So it's a very Irish family. If you guys are wondering, I know there's a lot of, I saw a lot of, are they Irish? Are they Scottish? Everybody knows they're Celts. Just like what, what, what Island are they from? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they're from the British Isle of, of, uh, you know, the one they share with, on yeah. the UK. McMahon's not anywhere close to being as good as McCray, but I mean, that's not neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah, McCray's the shit. So, um, uh, so, uh, <laughs> they went, he, he, and he, yeah, like he would continue taking over all pro wrestling in the US. Hulk Hogan at the front of the show and Vince McMahon on the campaign in the background congealing all of US pro wrestling. <clears throat> so this would be going on throughout the 80s and the 90s, um, in, until 2001, whenever, we'll get there in a second. Um, so, uh, so this is, you got something to say? It's funny because he took over in the eighties, right? Yeah. 82. Okay. Up until like 1996, nobody knew Vince, little Vince was running the show because he was the announcer. Yeah. He had been the announcer forever. It was funny. I watched a couple of videos of him. Yeah. And he looked all young. looked like a young Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. Just bright-eyed and... Him and... and and (laughs) It was him and Jim Ross were the original announcers. And... No Nobody knew, knew he was the he owner. Was the, the guy he was the guy the running show. it, yeah. And, that, and that's why I put in the background, he was, he was quiet about it, but mm-hmm. he wanted everything. Yeah, nobody knew until like the late 90s, early 2000s that he was the per when when the Monday Night War started. And, and he's the one that made uh, the WWF a family show. 
Mm. He's the one before it became sex and, and, and all that. And it was still family, but it was more geared towards teen and young adults uh, later on in the 90s. That but he's the one that made a family, and he's also the one that made it more, added more sex well, to the Well, that man's got a family. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, no offense to Vince <laughs> McMahon, because by any chance he hears this, I don't want to die. But <laughs> he made wrestling worse. I doubt he's going to listen to this. Well, you never know. <laughs> in my opinion, he made wrestling worse because nowadays you can't have blood. You can't have any fun with it. Yeah. And, well, I mean, he did add gore later yeah, I mean, on. I'm sure that's part, less... partly him, but he also, he's a shrewd businessman. Yeah. He understands what sells. And uh, people are so... People can be babies. Yeah. If it's on public, like, that's why, like, cable's going and, away. And that's what it was. Shit about it was being stuff. nationally watched yeah. in the 80s. And yeah. Streaming, streaming, that's why streaming's where it's at, because streamers are like, we can stream whatever, just don't pay for this service. Yeah. If you don't want to see this shit. Uh, yeah. Where, like, cable, it's like, everybody watches it, so, yep. and they overpay, you overpay for shit, in mm-hmm. my opinion. <laughs> yeah, and just a little, a little back to the uh, the Rocky family, or uh, well, the Rocks, the Rocky family, the Johnson family. The Get Rocky your rocks family. off. Go ahead, Brandon. They, uh, uh, Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas would win the tag team championship in '83. Fun fact, little funsies, little, little tid, little bit tid right there. Um, the NWA at the time was moving over to Jim Crockett Promotions and would soon change their name to the World Championship Wrestling (WCW). Um, however, their best wrestlers wouldn't stick around like those of the WWF. Uh, and Jim Crockett Promotions would turn over to the Turner Corporation. Um, so off to the Which 19- lights on TNT now, right? Is that TNT or USA? What? That they aired the WWF? No, it was... Originally, it was... Uh, sci- no, Sci-Fi was SmackDown. Uh, I know Raw, USA had some... Well, Raw has, is USA now. Yeah, okay. TNT is uh, Cody Rhodes' company, AEW. The new one that just came out recently. They're on TNT. So, um, the WWF, the WCW, and the WWF would go to war, and it would last about the whole decade. It it would last from like 93 or 94 to 2001. So, uh, Vince on top of the WWF and Ted Turner owning the WCW, the two men would duke it out by trying to put each other, uh, put together the best shows, the best string of shows possible. Amongst the feud, the Extreme Championship Wrestling, the ECW, was born and thrived by having their wrestlers appear on both the WCW and the WWF smart. format. Smart. Mm. Very smart. Mr. Paul some, Heyman. Some would leave permanently <laughs> to, to the other formats, but, I mean, whenever you create something like that, you know that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. You expect that. You, yeah, you, you, tra- want, you cash out you while you can. You yeah. 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 So that way you can bring in new, re- new fighters, and then they, you can just be turning them out. Yeah. You're like almost like a, uh, like a farming system. For the other two for, uh, the other two formats. Yeah. Um, well, it's like the Ohio what Ohio Valley Wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's a wrestling organization that wrestles in Ohio, but it's a training ground for WWE wrestlers. There you go. See, I mean, they, they yeah, have yeah to we have definitely do that for they, sure. They we have do that. to have for farm systems. Yeah, I mean, Nick Nick definitely wasn't educating us on that. I've heard that before. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I also uh, I had also uh, knew all about that stuff. <laughs> And Iowa, you know, <laughs> um, that's how you pronounce that state's name. Anyways, <laughs> WWF also by the end of the '90s changed from family friendly, friendly to more sexy, a little more gruesome shows. Um, the WCW, on the other hand, ran into the financial issues due to hiring of wrestlers couldn't afford them. They promised them so much money, but they wouldn't be able to back it up. Uh, the idea was to take the talent off of the WWF's table. So they were trying to take food off the WWF's table, but they were taking food off their own. 
or uh, and so and and try as they might, they couldn't save the company, and Vince would op uh, would ultimately own it, ending the Monday Night Wars in March 26, 2001. And that was the owner Paul Heyman at the time of the the, mm-hmm. the, the ECW would also got a business in February that year. Um, Monday Night Wars were often more often referred to as the golden age of wrestling. Now, like the people look back on it, like oh that was the, that was the time that was the time of wrestling attitude era. Yep, and and I mean it was your rating was worse, so there was everything going on. People were the, the personas were bigger. That's what it's called, the attitude era. The, yeah, 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 yeah. That's I'm the, trying to remember what it was. That's the nineties. Um, like it. It's funny because people always say wrestling's fake. No, wrestling staged. Everything yes, they do is fake. real. Yes. Yeah. It's staged. It's yeah. scripted. It's You've seen a grown and something hu- huge human being get yeah. thrown from a table. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you fake. I, I don't know how they get fake. Uh, it was it, it, this morning I was looking at my Instagram feed and um, I saw The Rock. He posted himself getting slammed onto a table by, oh God, I can't remember who the wrestler was. Um I'm sure I can find it. No, it was, it was, it was a, it was a throwback. Yeah. They, they, it's staged. Probably so most of so Nick, most of them are the champions picked no, ahead was, of time. It was Triple H. Champions are picked ahead of time. Is it most of them they're picked well, ahead of time? They, See, it was it was Triple H who tosses them on the table. Well, one of the funny things Boom. about all of it is people know that it's scripted, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, since Little Vince took over, a lot of the wrestlers have come out and said, "You guys say it's scripted, but they gave us they give us this paperwork that says." Who's gonna win and who's gonna lose, and nothing in the middle. It you just says make you it. You have to make it work. Yep. Yep. And yep. I think that makes for a more exciting show. I think, and I think McMahon knows that. Like it makes it so that anything can happen. And and I was watching like a lot of videos about like uh, wrestlers almost getting hurt and stuff like that. Yeah. And there's some that are like, well, you mean they do have some. They have serious to save injuries. each other yeah. all the time. They'll move, they've been moving like one. Uh, it was a uh, freaking uh, big, huge guy. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Viscera? Uh, no, no, no. Big Show. That's why it makes sense it for them big to show, have somebody big like him, Undertaker. Oh, um, so um, I'm upset with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I sorry, like I somebody names in my head right now. Um, <laughs> I get it, I get it. I'm so so the Undertaker. He he was he was wrestling, uh, uh, and he he threw you know his opponent on the ground, and was and he was supposed to climb up the ladder and get the belt, the ladder match, and the, but he was so big that the ladder started to shift. It's weight, and it was almost gonna tip. So the guy on the ground, he he scooted himself over so he could stabilize the t- ladder mm-hmm. with his feet, so that way it wouldn't tip over and he wouldn't get hurt. Uh, there's moments where like uh, Sting, he moved a, a a chair out of the way in a Royal Rumble mm-hmm. and, and a table ladder chair match, right? Uh, and and he moved the chair out of the way so that way whenever uh, one of the wrestlers get body slammed, he wouldn't land on the chair and get hurt. Undertaker did that too. Yep, he saved uh, Kane. Because yeah. uh, Big Show was choke slamming him, and uh, all you see is Undertaker wake up from being out and go like this, yeah, and throw it out of the ring so he didn't land on it. Yep, and there's there's moments of people moving belts out of the way. I think Stone Cold did that well, uh, with his feet before he like, slammed. You have to know each other and understand like who you're wrestling yeah. with. Well, well, yeah. And Undertaker is one of the most known for being safe, and he's not that he's the most he's he's one of the only people that care about safety, but he's one of the most known for well, it, and he's a heel. Yeah, well, one of the savers of wrestlers is Chris Jericho yeah. that dude uh, who, Triple H blew his quad in the middle of their match so he made the ref call the match he got himself DQ'd 
so Triple H wouldn't get any more hurt. He saved Jeff Hardy from breaking his neck trying to go for a whisper in the wind. He he fell going up the turnbuckle and he run up and catch him. Yeah. So he didn't fall on his, yeah, on, his on his yeah. face. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that one too. And then there's one where uh, one of the wrestlers, uh, he uh, one was going was doing from a, a coast to coast mm-hmm. where you jump from the top rope to the other side of the ring. Okay, and yeah. he and he speared him. Um, and whenever he came down, he snapped his arm, and so he made he talked in the corner. He's like, "Hey, bro, mm-hmm. I, I broke my arm." And so they did a move where he threw him out of the rink early. Um, and that's just so he didn't hurt himself. And, and there's and there's plenty of examples of women doing that for each other too, oh, yeah. constantly saving each other um, because they can hurt each other. Uh, uh, Sasha um, Baron Cohen Banks. Sasha Banks. Oh, wasn't Baron Cohen Snoop Dogg's cousin? Uh, Sasha Banks. Uh, she she was doing nope. a okay. <laughs> you know whenever he, I can't remember the name of the move, but whenever their their opponent standing outside of the ring and they 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 bounce off the ring and they dive through the through Inside the ropes. Dive. Suicide dive. Suicide so she, dive. She hit her knees on the rope, the lower rope, and she was gonna freaking face plant it. And her opponent ran and caught her, or kicked, and she used her legs to kind of buff her fall and change her direction to fall, so that way she would uh, uh, fall on her shoulder and roll out of it instead of yeah. landing on her neck and snapping her neck. There's a lot of it, scary it's crazy. things with that. Like uh, we've seen some deaths happen in, in oh in yeah WWE. So like uh, I can't remember his name, but he was a big wrestler in the nineties. And they said this guy was fine. The other guy he was wrestling, he hit him with a power slam. His brain just shut off. Yeah, because he, he had head he had head trauma. Yeah. so his brain just shut off. That wasn't his man, fault. It was the company's fault. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's why I think they. they I mean, obviously, it's one of the big reasons why they help each other out because. Uh, people can you can say whatever you want about wrestling, all this stuff like that. Me and Brandon, we don't watch it, but we respect the wrestlers too because yeah, it, it takes an insane and amount I, of dedication. I when I was younger, to this, to when I was like craft. eight or nine, but like by the time I was 12, 13, I began to understand that um, these guys are still beating the shit out of each other. Well, and it's not just that; like yeah. it's 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 all the prep, it's all the training, it's understanding these guys that are legitimately you have strong. to do it, these do it well, and be athletes. and mm-hmm. be a showman at yes. the same time. It's it's an insane amount of dedication yes. that most people will never experience in and their like, life. Yes. People always say like the big guys aren't as strong, but you do realize to go out there and throw a two hundred pound yeah. pound person around. They're like not a small people. Ball, yeah. yeah, like. <laughs> Like uh, John and Cena dense. and the Big they're not, Show. They're not just strong. I mean, they're just, they're not just heavy. They're dense. Yeah, like... That's a different kind of weight. I don't know if you ever lift, lift something that's kind of, like, dispersed weight and something that's, like, solid, like a, like a piece of yeah. steel. It's different. Dude, like, if you want to see a true show of strength, the day that John Cena picked up Edge and the Big Show together in an FU, that was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen in my life. That's, like, 700 and some pounds on that man's back. Yeah. And he just did it like it was nothing. Yeah. Yeah, John Cena's freaking all muscle. I mean, John, yeah. John Cena's one of the most popular wrestlers of all time for a reason. Yeah. Oh yeah, he most championship titles by in the WWE. Yeah, and he was invisible half the time. Yeah, yeah. but well, you the whole time. Yep. Couldn't see him. Couldn't see him. Yep. He pumped up his kicks. That was about it. That's all you saw. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember everyone used to get all pumped up for the pump. Oh my god! I know. So I thought it was so he pump them up. And I, if, correct me if I'm wrong on this too, Nick. He John Cena's done the, the most Make a Wish. Foundation runs a yes. one, right? And he does it of make all the time. Yeah, like he's just a constant trying to help people well, out and do. That's yeah. where the that's where the meme came from. The one where it's him popping out that little hole. That was from a cricket commercial that he did with Save a Wish or Make a Wish, make a Save wish. a Wish. Yeah, yeah, but that was from a commercial from cricket. 
He, he's getting better at acting. He was terrible initially. Oh, terrible Bumblebee, he was really acting. good. I like that movie. He's gotten better. Yeah, he was good in Bumblebee. Remember The Marine being one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life? Yeah, and then they made so four bad. sequels with worst so, actors. Or with so worst bad. wrestlers. I know. But he keeps getting better and better. So uh, it's like The Rock. Like, The Rock initially was, eh, he's gotten better and better. I mean, they're not, like, going to win Academy Awards with their acting. But at least it's, it seems more... <laughs> I mean, to be fair to The Rock, his first major role was a CGI scorpion in, yeah. in The Scorpion King. Yep. Which yeah. looks terrible now compared to the CGI we have. <laughs> uh, but Walking Tall was a fun movie. and Yeah, Walking Tall is great. Uh, Walking I Tall, really the, rundown. the Rundown. The Rundown is yeah. awesome. It's freaking uh, 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 Sean William Scott. Yeah. Sean William Scott, and then, and then Walking Tall, you got was it Rosario Dawson Knox. too? In yeah, Rosario Dawson. Oh, my gosh. And you got that, that one really on white dude. That is an that's a bad guy in everything he's in. I can't remember his name. He plays M Bison in the Chung History of Chung Lee movie for Street Fighter. Oh, uh, and and Walking Tall. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, the yeah. bad guy. He's yeah. the guy that's trying to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. take over the city. Looks like Ray Liotta, but he's not him. Yeah, yeah he's really white and has those deep blue eyes. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then in Walking Tall, it's freaking uh, uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You see, no, I can't do it. Christopher Walken. I'll stop right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cut myself off. So, so we stopped right there in the 2000s. Was it? So, I was trying to look into it a little bit. Divas. They started with Sunny, right? Like 19, late 90s. Well, Sunny is a weird conversation because Sunny is the woman that won the WWE title. Yeah. And then the very next night went to WCW and threw it in the trash. Yeah, on and she that was her official leaving of the WWE, but Divas didn't get anything until like recently, because late nineties, early two thousands, Divas matches weren't allowed to be over ten minutes or be ten minutes. Really, long. like yeah. with a uh, what a Trish Stratus back yeah. then, and, and um, that's that's the crappy part because we had good wrestlers back then in Divas like Lita, Trish Stratus, uh, Michelle McCool. Well, there was there was still an, an insane amount. Not that there isn't still some today, but there was an insane amount of misogyny mm-hmm. going on in most sports. Yeah, it uh, was bad. I've talked about it in my baseball podcast, Podhacks ad, and um, <laughs> it's and it's less it's less commonplace now. They're, the it's, women it's are it's less, but it's still it's still a problem, but far less of a problem. It's it's a far less of a problem yeah. than it was well, because now you have I mean they have their own shows. Well, like the divas making money. Well, like on crazy. top of that, we we. Uh, what? And they're hot Two, as fuck, dude. They're, they're more marketable. They're, they're easily yeah. more marketable. Three years ago, we had the first ever main event at WrestleMania be a Divas match. It was yeah. uh, the Ronda Rousey one with Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. And yeah. I love that... Um, uh, and, they, and they did have the first... Uh, what, Rowdy Roddy Piper? All-female Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. But I love that Rowdy Roddy Piper allowed Ro- Rowdy Ronda Rousey mm-hmm. to use the name. And, they <laughs> and the outfit. Yeah. yeah. Well, she asked permission because that was like her idol. Yeah. I don't like her very much in the WWE because I think she's just... <laughs> horrible she 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 treats it like it's a real world like kayfabe's too real she doesn't know how to do the show she doesn't because she's she's not she's a cage fighter yeah she didn't grow in the industry like becky lynch that lady's really mean in real life if you like fuck with her but she's one of the nicest people out there it's like braun Strowman. that dude is one of the meanest people on tv this giant seven foot whatever the hell he is (laughs) monster of a man and apparently in real life he's one of the nicest people in the world yeah he's a big teddy bear 
But I would say but he's also Teddy Bear to stab your neck if you push him too far. Uh, yeah, he, he'll do it with a finger. That yeah. dude is a terrifying man. <laughs> but but I would say like now, like you said, divas are. I I know nowadays as much divas, if not more so, than I do oh, know yeah. the male wrestlers. Yeah, because they're, again, they're more marketable. They're mm-hmm. they're they're easier to look at. Um, I mean, women are with female empowerment right now. Anyways, they have the diva show. You have the the, the sisters one that was uh, married to. Uh, the one that was with John Cena. Yeah, the, my wife. My wife Bellas. loves them. The Bellas. Yeah. The Bella Twins. Yeah, those guys. Those two came out in the goofiest way ever. They Did. came out with Santino <laughs> Morello back in the day. They were his groupies. Oh really? Yeah. The What's guy, the guy's name that married him? The one that yes, yes, yes. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, their dad, their stepdad, John Laurinaitis. Mm-hmm. You remember Animal and Hawk, the Road Warriors? Yeah, the Ro- I remember Road Warriors. Well, yeah. Animal's his big brother. Oh, nice. That's John Laurinaitis' big brother. He just died two years ago, Animal. And that's kind of where we're at today with with wrestling, right? Because you had the you had the splitting of, of Raw and um, SmackDown making the brand because you had Shane McMahon return, right, and take over mm-hmm. Raw. Is well, that what it was? Well, the splitting of the brands occurred in two thousand two with the first draft, and it was Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff. Which Eric Bischoff was one of the key reasons the WWE or WCW died, because him and the owner of WCW did not know how to run a show. Yeah, they were horrible at it. They would book the stupidest matches. They uh, Ted Turner is horrible. <laughs> yeah. he's horrible for a lot of other reasons. Well, yeah, not but just <laughs> he that dude should have never been a wrestling guy. Like Paul yeah. Heyman, people hate Paul Heyman now because of what he did with Brock and everything. Early 2000s, Paul Heyman, when he was running ECW, was one of the greatest things on television. He literally called out JBL and told him, you're champion because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays. (laughs) 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 I loved Paul Heyman in the early days, but nowadays, kayfabe screws everything up. Talk about a dick slap, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. Well, JBL was not the person that anybody thought was going to be a title holder. Yep. And it's so... I know Stephanie McMahon and Triple H, right? Because they got married. They yeah. were they were married in the show initially. Because uh, Triple H, if you don't know, Paul Michael Levesque, or mm. his name, he was born in Nashville, in uh, New Hampshire. He, I was reading through his history and how they made him, because his last name, a French man, but he didn't know how to speak French, so they made him give him an accent. Mm-hmm. And then he was a British guy with a British accent. Dude. And then he became uh, Terror Rising. And then it was, hey, just be a wealthy brat from Connecticut called Hunter Hurst Hemsley. It was so bad. I hated Hunter. Yes, and then he just, they dropped it, he con- joined Shawn Michael can and say, DX say Her- and Triple H. Good. Hunter. Hunter. Hunter Hayes. That's what my wife, has a, she has a friend that we brought his VP to his wedding in a few months, or next year, September, I don't remember. Anyways, um, <laughs> she used to call him Hunter all the time at those hilarious. <laughs> she would also call her boss Richard Cranium. Yeah. Well, they, they would all call him Richard yep. Cranium, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like Sharp Adrian. Which is hilarious to me. Yeah. That was um, so funny. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, but he... He worked... Hunter Hearst Helmsley didn't work until China. Yeah, when became China his became bodyguard, right? Well, she was... Uh, did, did he do fine? China? Did he do fine China? Well, <laughs> I mean... Depending on who you ask, China was pretty fine. I mean, China that didn't have That woman had way too much muscle for me. She did have a... Um, a, a movie come out that was somewhat popular on the internet. Oh yeah, that's uh. true. 
Yeah, I mean, that's oh. a few of them now. Like like, it was like a homemade <laughs> situation. It, was, it wasn't a, a blockbuster type movie. You, would, you couldn't was, go watch no it at the local production. theater. It, no, it was on like um, a phone. <laughs> it was on like I'm, a I'm Polaroid. It was acting debut. I'm uh, guessing there's little, little clothes. Little, I think that was with Triple involved. H. Was it with Triple H? I think H? it was with him. Oh, really? <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, God. Well, and then it's funny because China... She didn't really die after the the split of DX, yeah. Because she became partners with Eddie before Eddie died. Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, when Eddie came back after his drug incident. Yeah. He. Sorry, guys. Are you good? Uh, he became was, the European wasn't, champion. Wasn't saying sorry. You yeah. were saying sorry to the audience. Well, quit fucking up, God damn the it. arm. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's like, you're all right. I was talking to you. Good <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> but yeah it, it's funny because like i love eddie guerrero that dude is one of my kings of the wrestling well, he's an icon yeah for sure yeah he's the person that made smackdown pretty much him and brock were the reason smackdown made it because what about ken shamrock fuck don't even get me started <laughs> on that that dude throw out random wrestling names that come to my head <laughs> that dude that um, dude killed it in mma and then retired and went to wwe and failed there yeah. 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 So it's interesting to me, though, too, Triple H, uh, they made Triple H and Stephanie McMahon get married in the storyline, or they got together in the storyline? Well, line? what happened, it's kind of like the Lita Matt Hardy thing in Edge. Like, uh-huh. it, was a, it was a real life affair. Uh huh. It was a real. <laughs> <laughs> I know this story. Uh, it was a real life. It was a real life affair. Notice, I'm not saying anything. Well, <laughs> what happened with Matt Hardy and Lita was Matt Hardy and Lita were actually engaged, and she yeah. actually slept with Edge. Well, they were engaged, and then she became his girlfriend in kayfabe as well. But that's that's what happened with Stephanie and Triple, Triple H, because Triple H or Stephanie was with Test originally, and then. Triple H kind of kidnapped Stephanie and forced her to get married in kayfabe, and it was real fucking weird. Yeah. But then they ended up getting married later. Yeah, in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they ended up together after that storyline. Which is, I mean, and I understand, it, it makes sense that um, wrestlers and divas would get together because you guys are in the same industry, you understand the yeah. industry, you understand the grind and what it takes to do it. Um, you're also around each other probably a lot more, so I mean, yeah. that all of that makes sense. Um, that that happens that way, but then now Triple H found himself not only as one of the most popular wrestlers of all time, but um, in the position to run the show here. Yeah, he's the CEO. With Stephanie. Yeah, and then uh, you said Shane took over took over Raw. Mm-hmm. So how many different entities are there now? Two. There's there, there's oh well, there's three. There's NXT, which is like the training grounds for Raw and SmackDown on Wednesdays, Monday Night Raw, and Friday Night SmackDown. So if you want to watch like up and comers, you don't go to Ohio. You go watch NXT, mm-hmm. or you can do both. That's where they end up after Ohio. Okay, is so NXT. that's so that's like so Ohio is like a low A ball. NXT is like like double A, triple A. Yeah, pretty and much. Then, yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, you get the major leagues, and then you get the yeah. leagues. Yeah, and if sure. they do, and if they don't make it in the major leagues, they go back to NXT. It works the same way. Yeah. <laughs> just, just cycle out. Yeah. yeah. So who is the most popular wrestlers right now? Um, your grandma Sadie, I'm sure. Uh, she would say yeah. fucking Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> Mick Foley. Right now, Mick Foley is one of my favorite wrestlers. Edge. Yeah. Well, hey, that, he just came back. So, technically, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, Shane, Shawn Michaels. Well, 
I don't even know if he's alive. Well, mm-hmm. he has to be alive because we know about it. They made a comeback, Chris, right? Chris Shawn Michaels and Triple H as as uh, DX for like a brief stint later. The one that murdered Chris his Benoit? wife and son. You mean Chris Benoit? Benoit. Chris Benoit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I I've was like Chris never, Barnett. Bonet. 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 Yeah, no, I've never seen. I, I, oh. As soon as you said the name, I was like, "Oh yeah, I know him." But uh, I'm reading it and first time ever in my Hold life. On. Hold on. Hold on. I thought Ben Dumbitch was enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris Benoit murders his wife well, and son in, in 2007. Well, and yeah, you know, was, uh, you know, it was the most fucked up part about that whole situation. It was Vince's fault for pushing him to. The steroids and the head damage are making him work day in and day out. Because eventually he his brain snapped. Yeah. yeah. Vince McMahon, straight up asshole. The show doesn't work without him. Yeah, but he is a douche. But he, but you almost have to be to be that on that level of success. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not condoning it. No, but, but to be on that to be level on of success, kind of you look at you look at every every large entity and company and their owner and their their founder. There's something bad that you can find about them. Oh yeah, like uh, oh Jesus! Christ. Sorry, audience, not Brandon. And- um, <laughs> so you should be apologizing to you. It was it. more messed up because <laughs> <laughs> it was more messed up because literally the night after it happened, they do a tribute show for Chris Benoit. Well, and then he finds out that what really happened is he murdered. Oh yeah, I remember hearing. I, I think I was just reading about this not too long ago. And ago. well, and then. After that... They find out that he's the one that killed him. Well, yeah. They find out two days later. They announce it on the news and everything. And he bans the name Chris Benoit from every site that has to do with WWE. Not allowed to say his name on television. Can't say his name on the internet about that. Well, like... We are because we're not attached to them. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, no, Chris we're, Benoit. We're, they can't, I, I, they be, can't say us at all. Yeah, they, we, they don't pay he, us. He needs to be talked about. One of these days we'll do an episode on... Um, Concussions in the study of, of brain damage yeah. in, in athletics. Because, I mean, you have Sean Merriman. He should decide to shoot himself in the... Not Sean Merriman. Uh, what's the... Junior Seau. Yeah. Where he shot and himself who's, in who's the Who's the chest. one that just killed his wife and himself? The other day. I can't remember. And his grandkids and everything. And his grandkids. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was bad. It was a football player. Yeah. Well, uh, like I said, it, it's just wrestling as a whole takes a toll on the body. Like yeah, I said... For sure. Any, it's a lot of damage. Any, Ed, any, any type of wrestling. Yes. Yeah. Well, Eddie, like I said... When they did his the stories about him and everything, Batista, Dave Batista, said he would come in every day. Huh? Yeah, Drax. Drax is a destroyer. Yeah. Um, Freaking love Drax. But he he said that Eddie would come in every day miserable, in pain, everything hurt. And he but he would do it for the fans. He'd be there for the fans. But at the end of the day it's what killed him because his heart couldn't stick Stay with the pain. So I will. I will say on on that, not to defend McMahon, who is definitely a piece of shit for keep pushing him, even though he knew he was in pain. Somebody in Eddie Guerrero's circle, oh, and Eddie yeah. Guerrero himself, has to know. Like, come well, on, man. But, but you don't. You don't need more money. The fans still. You can do appearances. You don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. Well, they all tried, but he wouldn't listen to them. Yeah. Yeah. And part but, of that, and part of that is the brain damage. Because it. Well, at that point, Dave Bautista and him were pretty much him, Ray, and. Batista were all best friends, and Chris Benoit, because this was, he died a year and a half before Chris, the incident with Chris. Yeah. But that, those were like his best friends in the world, and they tried to convince him to go home and not stay in, did you have him on backwards this whole time? Yeah. <laughs> I thought so earlier. I thought so earlier. <laughs> 
Brandon, dumb bitch, had his headphones on backwards. It is, it's not a big deal, but I thought so earlier. I was like, I think I have these on backwards. Yeah, I'll be fine. He pulls them off, looks at the sides, and then looks at us to see if we're paying attention. <laughs> that would fuck me up so bad, bro. <laughs> it was, it's not that bad, because there's not... I mean, whenever he plays the music, that was whenever it messed me up. Mm. Oh, yeah. But when we're, we're talking normal, it doesn't really mess me at all. When they're playing music, I thought earlier, I was like, is it? Are they off? Is are it they playing in reverse? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like uh, it's certain instruments play on the left thing? side, and then certain instruments play on the right side, you know? Yeah. It's, it's on purpose. It's entering my brain and going mm-hmm. the wrong direction. Anywho's. Anywho's and mom's meets. <laughs> um, uh, the, uh, they would check on PVP pay-per-view uh, and... Uh, like late thousands, uh, pay per views. I don't know. It just says it right here for the first time. So some random matches. The first ever cage match. Brandon, Jack Bloomfield versus Count Rossi, June twenty fifth, nineteen thirty seven, Atlanta, Georgia. It was with Chicken Wire. Then you have Hell in the Cell that came about in October fifth, nineteen ninety seven, in the Kill Center in St. Louis. Triple Undertaker what, and John what, Michaels. What are those? Show? What, is, what are Hell in the Cell? What, what? Hell in a Cell. The difference between Hell in a Cell and Still Cage. What about the Elimination Chamber? Elimination Chamber is a whole different thing. That's uh, that's six people locked in a cage with with uh, pods. Yeah. And they get released every 60 seconds. And then the first one had Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho, Ron Van Dam, Booker Rob T, Van Dam, and Kane. And Triple H won. Yeah, he's the champ. Um, but Hell in a Cell, or Still Cage was made because in a Still Cage, there's a stipulation of escape. Yeah. If you escape, you win. Hell in a Cell was made to eliminate that. To eliminate that stipulation. Oh, so cage matches, you're trying to escape the cage. Yeah, in still cages, yes. Because there's the open roof, or you can call for the door. To open the door. But Hell in a Cell is not like that. Hell in a Cell is, you are in that cage unless something happens to the door. Which is the incident that occurred in 1997. Because Undertaker was primed to beat Shawn Michaels that night. And the introduction of Kane. Came and knocked out Undertaker and Triple H or Shawn Michaels won. The so the match that was invented by the Undertaker, he didn't even win the first one. Mm. Didn't mm. he have like a coffin match too? Buried alive. Buried alive. Oh, and there was coffin matches. Yeah. Yeah. He did one with Mark Henry at WrestleMania, and that was a big coffin because they weren't putting Mark Henry in a normal coffin. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then uh, Royal Rumble. Um, I had Royal Rumble pulled up a little bit ago. Uh, started in, it was, the first one was in Ontario, Canada. Yes. The, the first Royal Rumble. Um, and, and it was won by Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yep. Hacksaw Jim. Is it Duggan or Dugan? Again. Duggan. Is guys. it Dum Dum Dugan? Hey, guys. There's a reason we brought Nick on. <laughs> you would be so lost by now. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, we wouldn't be able to finish this today. And then there was, what, a Survivor for match? Sure. Survivor Series. Survivor, Survivor Series? Survivor Series is 5v5. It was a thing back in the day, but it became popular more so when brands were a thing, when Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Because you had, you'd get five people from Cross Raw and one from Smack, five from SmackDown, and they'd wrestle. And it was an elimination match. So it wasn't the first person to be pinned one, or whoever pinned first one. It was, you had to eliminate all five people by pinfall or submission. Yeah, and who and whoever has an, uh, a teammate standing, at least one standing. Yeah, at the win. end wins, and it's bragging rights for the year on. And actually, when it first came about, it was determined. When it first came about with the with the brands, it was to determine 
who would have the main event at WrestleMania. Was this was this so this was unscripted? It was just you got to win. Yeah. I think the first one occurred, well, the first one during the brand split was I think it was Eddie was in it. I think John Cena, early John Cena like Master Technomics, Triple H was in it, Shawn Michaels was in it. It it was they're fun. They're just a fun time. The Royal Rumble? Well, no, Survivor Series. Survivor Series. Royal Rumble, too. So Royal Rumbles, right? It's just a bunch of people and you're trying to survive in the cage, well, right? It's or in the, the, the ring. ring. It because the way Royal Rumbles work, it's if you're thrown over the top rope and both feet hit the floor, is how the Royal Rumble works. Because there's another match called the Battle Royale. Let me tell you a cool story about a Royal Rumble that uh, I, I kind of teased on the fans last week, and I hope Brandon remembers this. Uh, so growing up, right, we had uh, 64, and we had, uh, what was the most popular wrestling game of 64? It was, was it WrestleMania? WrestleMania yeah, 19, was WrestleMania. probably. Yeah. yeah, and it was, uh, I mean, we used to have a lot of fun playing it. Um, remember, and Brandon wanted stuff? to be Goldberg so badly because he wanted to spear people. <laughs> he wanted to be, but my buddy, and me and him, are we're, we're both like three years older than Brandon. And at the, when you're little, that's a huge gap. Mm-hmm. Um he also wanted to be Goldberg. He's a big Goldberg fan. So we made Brandon uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper and didn't tell him. We told him he was Goldberg. And my buddy played as Goldberg. And we purposely, because you remember whenever remember you, remember when I you remember lose? I remember telling me story, but I don't remember it. I don't remember happening. You remember when you lose, you'd come back as a different wrestler mm. and it was just like an endless stream of wrestlers. Um, we didn't want Brandon to lose because we wanted him to say his Rowdy Roddy Piper the whole time. So we purposely left him alone and battled each other. <laughs> it, he, he would sit in the corner. We'd tell him to press this button to to do the spear because all he wanted to do. And it was just said it was the Rowdy Roddy Piper move where he, he hopped on one leg and did a dance. <laughs> and so the entire he match. Like his arm up like that. Yeah, yeah, so the entire match, Brandon's standing in the corner just doing <laughs> 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 But all of us are battling it out. And then whoever was left at the end would just toss him over and win. Yeah. <laughs> I... Messed up. Well, hey, I grew up with a cousin that's ten years older than me. How do you think I feel? I had three of them that would do shit like that to me all the time. Yeah, yeah, you, you gotta realize our cold blooded. Well, you, yeah, you, but you guys are all closer in age. I yeah. grew, I grew up with like Gabby's the clo- Gabby and Matthew are my closest. Yeah, and then George is eighty five. <laughs> George was born in eighty five. Bro. His car. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm a big Deadpool fan. It's a Hellcat, isn't it? No, it's a 392. It's a 392. Oh, okay. Bigger engine than a Hellcat. Yeah. I know he was. I know he was thinking about yeah. the. I know he was thinking about getting the Hellcat. <clears throat> the 392 is the same engine that's in the Demon. Oh, I didn't know that. It just doesn't have the superchargers. Yeah, that's why that it's I not a Hellcat because the 392 is actually bigger than Hellcat. Yeah. Hellcat has a 370. Yeah, it's a small engine, but it has the room for it. Yeah. It, well, it has the supercharger. Yeah. I think so. The it first have enough room in that engine compartment. Yeah. The first tag team match happened when? First tag team match? Yep. Or tag team title match? Tag team wrestling match. Like in WWE? In history. Fuck if I know. <laughs> I ain't that old. I don't know. I don't know for sure. Uh, quick Google search. First thing that popped up was said there was one held in San Francisco in 1901. I'm sure it. there's ones that go further back. I was like, I'm not going to dive into the first because I doubt it was even recorded. Oh, yeah. It's been around for so long. I mean, it's like, yeah, you have wrestling matches, you have tag team matches. It's You, you <laughs> give me something up. Uh, I'll get you to from like 50s, 60s 
up to 2000, yeah. but anything before that, you got me. I'm glad you guys did the research on the early shit. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, too, uh, Nick not only being like a big fan, but like his uh, collection of wrestling memorabilia is also very impressive. Um, if you get a chance to, I mean, most people listening probably won't, but me and Brandon have got a chance to go look at it. It, it is. I mean, between Ooh. like you, your dad, your your aunt, your grandma. Oh yeah. George, there's yeah, so much. You've never seen my WWE title. Mm-mm. I have a real WWE title. It's a John Cena one when he first made the Spinner title. Yeah, John Cena is a punk ass called Nick up on the uh, stage. <laughs> Nick freaking hit him with an FU, and hey, walked away with the. I do have a real story about that. Did you, guys, <laughs> did you guys ever hear about the Cyber Sunday incident with us? You I thought got Justin was telling a real yeah. story. Yeah, <laughs> he knows. <laughs> I got kicked in the face by Jeff Hardy at Cyber Sunday. <laughs> I was I, me and uh, was Leroy's ex-wife were in the front row. There's worse people was, to get it, kicked. And in it was face. exactly yeah. this moment that Nick said, "Fuck this." Yeah. <laughs> and it was funny because we we snuck up to the front row because the people in front of us left. Yeah. So hip, it was Triple H and Jeff Hardy wrestling. Why would you leave? I don't know. They didn't want to get kicked in the face, bro. They didn't want to get kicked in the face. Pay attention. (laughs) (laughs) They read the script ahead of time. They're like, I was like, like this tall, bro. I was like four foot tall. I get kicked in the face, get sent through two rows of seats. (laughs) (laughs) And Nick's like, I'm not growing up to be a wrestler. Oh, yeah. I well, quit. I retire at this moment. <laughs> Fuck you, John Cena. You can have your match back. It was, <laughs> it was even funnier. Fuck, sorry. <laughs> it, that was the same year we were getting followed by Shaq. I swear to God. We ran to him three this? times that year. Nice. We ran to him at Cyber Sunday, at Cirque du Soleil, and in Vegas. Did you try yeah. to did you try to take him down, too? Did he remember you at well, all that's the when, second or third That's time? when him and Big Show were fighting. No. No, I didn't think did so. Did you try There's to take no him out? He's too Hell no. <laughs> that's a big man. He was fighting with the big show at that time. You should have hit him with the, um, what is it, the, the DDT? I, dude, I love Shaq, dude. He does everything. He goes to all the events. He does everything. He Most popular moves of all time. Go. Most popular moves of all yeah, time? before we get out of the Stone episode. Cone Stutter. Yeah, Stutter. Spear. Goldberg Spear. Any Spear. Chokeslam. Well, not any Spear. Chokeslam. Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pile Driver. Jackknife from Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm. Uh, five Star Plug Splash, 100%. Which one's who's that one? Eddie and RVD and all that. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you probably know. If, well, I don't know. You what's what's freaking Rey Mysterio's move? The six one nine. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the dime. Well, Rey does the frog splash now too. Ever since Eddie died. And then uh, uh, what's John Cena's move? F U. Well, attitude adjustment. Now, when I was little, it was the F-U, F-U, right? Yeah, yeah. And then S T F U is his other one, but nobody likes it. And then the D D T right is the. That was that was like. Uh, well, if we're going to talk about the most popular wrestling move, it's the RKO, bar none. RKO, yeah. RKO where he, where he is the most, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's the most well-known wrestling move ever. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's, it was created by Diamond Dallas Page in WCW called the yeah. Diamond Cutter. The Diamond Upside Down is a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> he does his own yoga now. This is his own style of yoga now, you know that? Yeah, does DDP he? yoga. Yeah, the DDP what, yoga. What movie is that from? Where he's like, the Diamond Upside Down is a... Uh, it's fucking isn't that from Grown Ups? No, no, no. It was it's an old wrestling move. I believe it has. Like, oh, is um, it? Are you ready to rumble? Oh yeah, with the uh, yeah. What's his name? Jamie? No, no not Jamie friends. Kennedy. Uh, the one that married Courtney Cox. No, he he calls he does call Ryan Reynolds a pussy though. Uh, it's like fucking that. it's the dude from Varsity Blues. It's Tweeter from Varsity Blues is in that movie. Mm, I haven't seen it. So you, you never watched Varsity Blues? No, I watched Varsity Blues. Oh, okay. I haven't seen Royal Rumble. It's uh, are we ready to rumble? David Arquette? David Arquette? Yeah. Yep. 
fun fact about David Arquette. When WCW started to go downhill, David Arquette is a fucking WCW champion. He's one of the only actors that's a WCW champion. Really? And that dude plays Dewey in fucking screen. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know that shit started going downhill. Yeah. Yeah. WCW got bad towards the end. That's pretty bad. Anyways, um... Uh, let's just jump out of it and then see if you guys have figured that shit out. Yeah, I was oh, going to yeah. say. My bad deeds. <laughs> so, have you, you guys ready to FTSLB, USLBs? <sighs> My mom is a very nice lady. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Auntie Jesus. Jesus. Don't talk about Auntie like that. I, <laughs> well, I didn't mean that towards Auntie you. I mean, our mom's one thing, but you talk about Auntie like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, San Martino was raised in a pizza shop. That's <laughs> 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 also Get that horse shit out of here. <laughs> Mom's being pizzeria. That's where uh, yeah, Bruno San Martino's from. Get this shit out of here. <laughs> okay. Uh, fact number one. The longest title reign in WWE history belongs to the fabulous Moolah, whose reign as the first woman champion lasted from September 18, 1956 to July 23, 1984. Fact number two. Mm-hmm. In WrestleMania 5, Hacksaw Jim... You said Duggan? Jim Duggan. Okay. I want to say Dum Dum Dugan so bad. Yeah, I get uh, it. And You said Duggan, I want to say Dum Dum Dugan. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Hacksaw Jim Dugan and the Bad News Baron battled to the first and only tie in WrestleMania history. Fact number three, the world tag team titles have changed hands more times than any other WWF slash WWE title in history. I'll tell you my opinion on this, because I know the Moolah one's real. Because I don't know, I don't know if you're fully telling the truth, because I don't know how long the reign was, but she does have the longest reign in WWE history. Because that move, that woman's impressive. Oh, he would, he wouldn't lie about that. He wouldn't lie, he would, he would... It'd be a, it would be different. It, he would take the truth and then add a lie to it, but not like that. Because I that's that's too easy. Well, my issue well, she is she could have a long reign, but someone could have a longer reign. No, she, no, no she that, has, that's that's, that's false. If she has if she has a longer, I know my history, fabulous then. moolah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that lady. Um, she looks like saggy balls now, but yeah, she's cool. <laughs> she's um, cool. <laughs> Very cool saggy balls, okay? Yeah. <laughs> the, the one that trips me up is the the uh, hacksaw one. Because I'm pretty sure the title has changed the hand changed hands the most times in WWE is the Intercontinental. And I don't the one that's fucking me up is WrestleMania five. I'm not that fucking old. <laughs> that's why he added so that, so that, was, gonna, that was the way to get in there. So, so I was like like fuck, Nick knows a lot. Well, you know, you know what's fucked up because I know everything and else you know, about I'm the just first three. Wait until he gives an answer. I'm just gonna piggyback off of him. So, you know that, right? I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm going to say the tag team title one's bullshit, and the other two are true. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Nick because I'm pretty sure it's the Intercontinental title. It's changed hands the most times. Yeah, I you agree with him. You need to stop taking other people's picks, Brandon, because the world tag team title has changed hands most times has in it? history. Yep. At least based on a few web- websites I went to. So I tried to fact check them as much as I could. So yeah. yeah. Uh so it was actually WrestleMania four 
And it was Jake the Snake Roberts uh, versus that's the one Ravishing I Rick Rude. That's exactly what I said. I said Nick's yeah. wrong. It was obviously so, WrestleMania Jake the Snake four. Roberts and Ravishing Rick Rude ra- wrestled the only tie in WrestleMania history. And it was the WrestleMania before that. I'm Ravishing Rick Rude. Um, yep. Disappointed in you right now. Well, hey. <laughs> to be fair, I said that's the one that was fucking yeah. with me. To be fair. Because I thought it was Intercontinental title because the Intercontinental title I think is it's the, the oldest. Most they're close. Because it's the oldest title yep. in WWE history. It That title has existed way longer than any title they've had. So it, it came, it did come come up, Intercontinental was in there. I think it's like, they're really close, but it just well, under. You know yeah. why? Because the Dudleys fucking exist. Because the Dudleys have won... 27 tag team titles or some shit. It's insane. But I knew the Moolah one was, it was true or you lied about the years because Moolah is the greatest women's, she's the greatest champion of all time. Yeah, fabulous Moolah. Yeah. yeah. Her and Betty White are like best friends. That's exactly, well, they were. Awesome. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. But Moolah's, yeah. Nicholas, was, do you want to take a shot at one of our old FTSOBs? All right. Is this one of the ones I figured out or ones I haven't figured out? Or it, I didn't figure out. Is either. this related to baseball or anything like that? No. Okay, cool. Because no. I'll be screwed. No, it'll probably be, I don't know. Is it chocolate? What are you going um, with? I'm debating on it. Go. No, I'll go with. Uh, we'll go with Superstores. Superstores. That was a fun one. That was a fun, that one. Was a fun one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so fact number one Clarence Saunders. Bought a football team in Memphis and named them the Clarence Saunders sole owner of my name Tigers. Uh, this team played for played against the Packers and Bears and would be invited into the NFL. Of course, he declined because he didn't want to share revenue or have his team name uh, team travel anywhere. Fact number two: Costco first served their hot dogs in 1985, where you could get a hot dog and a soda for the legendary price of a dollar fifty. That price is still there today. Why has this price never changed? Well, one. They stopped using Hebrew National and built a plant of their own uh, in in Kirkland, uh, Oregon. Uh, Two, when President and CEO Craig Jelinek went to Jim Siegel, he told him that they need to raise the price, and he responded with, if you raise the price of that effing hot dog, I will kill you. Figure it out. Awesome. Fact number three, Sam Walton once promised his employees that he would do the hula on Wall Street if the company reached a certain set point of profit, profit, uh, pre-tax profit of 8% for the fiscal year. They did so in 1983, and Walton did the dance on March 15th, 1984. Fact number four, Sol Price, known for his interacting with his, uh, well-known for his interacting with his clientele, once fooled all his employees by telling them that the parking lot was closed, making them search for parking when they walked up to see a perfectly good parking lot and Price parked in the middle, uh, having fun at their expense. Uh, because it's good, took care of his employees. They were okay with the stunt. Superstores is a fun episode, by the way, if you guys haven't listened to it. Yeah, it's a good episode. I think the first one is too much bullshit to be fake. <laughs> Clarence Saunders? Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's too much bullshit to be fake. You ever heard of Clarence Saunders? He's the founder of Piggly Wiggly. He's a wild He's a wild man. He's a wild man. <laughs> he has a lot of hilarious stories. Soul Price is still my homeboy, though. Yeah, Soul Price. I love Soul me Price. Soul Price. That's, that's, that's Price. My he soul found right Price there. Martin I hate the and then Costco. <laughs> 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 they got me fucking confused. I think the, you know, Costco one's real. Well, maybe. There might be a tweak in that. But, <laughs> because, I don't know. I think Costco's older than 85, isn't it? Fuck it, I'm going to say the Costco one's full bullshit. No, that one's real. 
Is it? Yeah. He told them he needed to raise the price because they were getting fleeced by selling soda and hot dog for $1.50. And he told them that he would kill them if they raised the price of that effing hot dog. Uh, they should be sold today based on inflation for $3.65, which, I mean, based on the amount they sell, $100 million per year. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money they're giving away for selling it for over $2 But cheaper. they're making hand over fist just on membership alone. The one oh, that was yeah. fake was a uh, sole price. No, uh, but, yeah, no. but but Clarence Saunders, you should look at the story of Clarence Saunders, or, or listen to our episode on Superstars. It's he's he's wild. He was wild tired man. of them stealing their name because he couldn't use so, uh, Clarence Saunders' store anymore. That's why he changed it to Piggly Wiggly, and then he bought a team called the Clarence Saunders Sole Owner of My Name Tigers, <laughs> <laughs> and they were the Memphis Tigers. Now the college named uh, uses that name, and um, they did get invited to the NFL, but he was a, a cheap ass and didn't want team travel. Yeah. And that's how you lose teams. <laughs> yep. And in uh, a lot of money. The guy the guy made and lost more money than most anyone ever in history. Like he made millions, then lost it all, and then made millions again, then lost it all again. That sounds like our last president. <laughs> uh but thank you for, for stepping in, Nicholas. We are going to get out of this episode. I'm sure we will bring you back again. Yeah, uh, and maybe we'll bring in Mushmouth Jordan so you guys can have a Royal Rumble here in this room. We can we could talk about anime. Maybe Justin would hate that. <laughs> I would be the most expertest expert, and I would just like. No, we would we would have a good time. The three of us, Justin would be standing there. Yeah, totally. And then the thing happened. Oh, yeah, Dragon Ball Z. That was crazy. Whenever Piccolo had to kill Goku and his brother, that was wild. <laughs> I love Dragon Ball Z. Oh. I like dragging these balls across your face. I like Dragon Ball P. <laughs> you know what that is? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's a Dragon Ball on YouTube. <laughs> oh, no, I know, really boy, so.